0: animal here it is thursday january 25th and today on texas rangers with the boys we're going to preview the nl central we're going to talk about the signings the rangers made today and we're going to continue our name game so join us today texas rangers with the boys
1: Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And guess what? We want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK. We are less than a month away from pitchers and catchers reporting, which means your Texas Rangers are defending world series champions here in 2024 if you want to hear me talking about that on social media you can follow me at kevin lee frazier that is f-r-a-z-i-e-r uh, you can also check out texas rangers with the boys on social media that's tx rangers WTV, and you can check us out on that website www.texasrangerswiththeboys.com it's
0: all one word kev
1: just one word. Joining me today, my co-hosts, uh, plural, the 25-pound growing-like-a-weed manimal, a.k.a. Baron, and the 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing, buddy? Where can I find you on socials? They're
0: growing weed to... Wait. No. Wait, that's no wrong. No, that's growing that's like a weed, hurt. too, Kev. <laughs> growing like a weed, too, in my closet. Mm-hmm. Yes, but, uh, no, uh, we're doing we're doing good over here. Uh, it started to warm up a little bit today. I almost uh, almost thought about uh, seeing if I could find some baseball around town. But I know it wasn't going to be true mm. in 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 January. So so anyways, uh, uh, you know, just hanging around, waiting for baseball season to start. That's what I do now. That's what we're that's what we're mm-hmm. all doing. Uh, I'm uh, developing a really good golf game on Mario Golf. Hmm. The bull oh, man I and I still checking out basketball games. Okay. So, you know, staying busy. Uh, if you want to find out about what all we're doing, we're I'm over on Twitter, X at Manimal Bull, Instagram, Manimal 300, and both Facebook and TikTok at Bull Pro. So whatever your favorite platform of the socials are, get on there. Ask me some Rangers questions. I'll answer them the best I can. Or, hey, just ask me how my day is and I'll tell you. So uh whatever you want to do do it with me on uh, on a, on, a uh, on on the on the social media platforms. Uh, well, real quick ahead. Kev before yeah, we yeah. get started with the show funny, today funny. I wanted to let you know that today's broadcast is brought to you by Matt War Pro Wrestling. We are on the the cusp of Brawl at the Hall 2 tomorrow night. That's Friday night at the Southside Preservation Hall in the downtown just south of downtown fort worth matt war pro returns with a big card seven big matchups on tap for everybody's enjoyment the main event big damo mccullough versus brick savage it's going to be scary at certain points it's going to be fun at certain points and it's going to be worth your time coming out because martin house brewing if you buy a ticket, they're going to give you beer all night long for free. Our friends over at Starry Ice Cream, they're going to have their ice cream all made up, ready for you to, to purchase and consume. And out back, we're going to have Kelly's Onion Burgers and Big Dog's Hot Dogs making the making the food out there. So come on out. Friday, January 26th. That's tomorrow night at the Southside Preservation Hall in Fort Worth, Texas. Matt Warpro, brawl, for the hall, brawl at the hall, too about a seven o'clock bell time.
1: Love it. Love it. Well, Hey, just in case uh, you guys are also wondering, you know, what are we doing right now to scratch that baseball itch? Well, last weekend we went out to uh, out in Arlington, we went and checked out D bat, uh, which is an indoor batting cage, found out we still got a little something left in the tank. Uh, My buddy manimal was throwing, was uh, throwing the, throwing the, the the hanging curve balls and, Uh, I was hanging some curveballs out there, too, in one of them tunnels and, uh, you know, knocking the cover off some baseballs. We had my son out there. He was getting to see baseball happen for the first time. So if uh, we might be making like a a local tour of batting cages while we're trying to scratch this baseball itch, uh, we'll let you guys know which one we end up liking the best.
0: Yeah, and and I'll be honest. I I like watching better than playing (laughs) these days. But that might be my 40s talking to me but (laughs) you you want to before we get on too far you want to preview this nl central so we don't get too far away from that with all the ranger news today
1: yeah yeah let's let's do that let's knock that one out because i'm ready i'm ready to talk rangers man i'm so pumped that we've got some news to actually talk about that obviously the Beltrade news was great but we're talking about rangers the team for 2024
0: yeah no doubt no doubt so we'll get through this real quick it's the nl central Not a lot of interesting teams, but there's a couple of interesting teams. Uh, um, I guess we'll start with the Brewers, who won the division last year. Uh, You know, their lineup is pretty decent. They've got Yelich and Contreras, and they added Reese Hoskins to it, and Willie Adamas is a pretty good shortstop. And we're going to find out about uh, Jackson Chorio. Remember, he signed that big deal in the offseason to the Brewers. So we're going to find out about them. They've still got some – interesting holes in the in the uh the lineup but we're going to find out what they uh what they do and they've they've got that pitching staff you know we like we like corbin burns and freddie peralta a whole bunch and then they've got uh wade miley colin ray and joe joe ross they signed joe ross to come in so uh it's crazy to me that joe ross is only 30 years old i thought he was like 36 but Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then they've got Devin Williams, um, uh, Joel Payampa, uh, and then uh, behind them, Trevor M- Miguel from he used to play for the Mets, uh, started for them for a little while, so they're not a bad team. Um, there's a good chance they repeat, uh, up there in Milwaukee, but you know, Milwaukee
1: actually comes back like even with uh, I think it's is it Woodruff, um. That is uh, Brandon Woodruff. Yeah. Brandon Woodruff without, I think he's, he's a free agent now. Um, So even with him not coming back, I think, I think the brewers are going to be a really strong team to, to, to play, to have to, to deal with in the central. And I think you might be right. They, they could be defending champs, but man, I'm going to tell you what, dude, like this division has teams in it that really, I believe that if any of these teams play their best, any of these teams can actually win this division.
0: Yeah, I I think you're right because it's such a weirdly matched um division where they're not relying on a ton of free agents. Uh, no, I guess we'll talk about Cincinnati next, and they kind of <laughs> went to the well the most of anybody really this off season, bringing in some some guys to to help those young dudes because they've got really interesting players and Matt McClain and Ellie De La Cruz and. Um, T.J. Friedel and Tyler Stevenson. You know, they got they got interesting players up and down. They went out, they got Jameer Candelario to to play first base for them. And, you know, Spencer Steer is a good young player out in left field. And um, they've still got Jonathan India around. He's struggled a little bit. Uh, Marte playing third, Benson out in right field. Both a couple of young guys that are going to get a real chance and no V. Marte is 22 years old, and Ellie De La Cruz is 22 years old, and McLean's going to be 25 this year, and Steer, 26. They're they're young around the uh, infield. They've got some other guys. They went out and got Luke Malley to to be the backup catcher. They've got young uh, Christian Encarnacion Strand that uh, they went out and got a couple of years ago that he's up with them. Uh, so they're they're a young team. Their pitching staff is young too, but they did they did add a veteran with Nick Martinez, um, and you know their bullpen pretty decent. Diaz is good in the in the back end of it, and then they've got Emiliano Pagan, uh, Lucas Sims, Sam Mall, uh Ian Jabot, guys that have gotten outs in the big leagues for a little while now. Yeah, uh, so I think Cincinnati is interesting. They may, I mean, they may make a real run and they've still got a pretty deep farm. So they've got some interesting pieces. So I'm looking forward to seeing what, uh, um, what, what they do this year. And, you know, they could be my Arizona Diamondbacks of last year.
1: Well, I like what I like. I would just, my only real chime in when it comes to Cincinnati really is just that pitching staff. I think they... The starting pitching, I think they have the oppor they have the potential to be a really strong uh, starting pitching staff. It's just a matter of like really just guys like living up to their potential. I think that's like the big thing. Absolutely, like, yeah. If they play up to their potential, they could be a really really good team. Um, like you said, you a lot of young players all over the place. They've signed some good, good. Teams, but it's really going to be up to that that young kind of that young starting pitching staff. Uh, yeah,
0: because Graham Ashcroft, he started really, really good last year, got himself an extension and then kind of fell way off. And, mm-hmm. you know, Hunter Green, they're going to get a full year <laughs> of him. They spent a little money on Frankie Montez to bring him across. And uh, they're going to try and get some more out of Abbott, who came up late in the year last year. And then, like I said, it shirted up a little bit with Nick Martinez. Not the greatest pitcher in the world, but he gets out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, when he was here, he wasn't awful. The, there were... There were really good outings that we got from Nick Martinez in 2019, 2018, 19, when he was here. Right, right.
1: There's not enough
0: that. of them, you know, and he's also, you know, worked on that and had some good years in San Diego to get himself in a position to make a little money this year. And Cincinnati's the team that gave it to him.
1: Yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, uh,
0: What do you want to go? You, what, what do you want to do next? Pittsburgh or Chicago. Oh.
1: Well, you know, I think it's funny. Like, I feel like Pittsburgh. Oh, we got a sneeze coming. No, 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 no nothing. Just kidding. Um, but no, I, I think what's interesting, I think Pittsburgh, Mike, let's, let's do Pittsburgh just because it's like Ellie De La Cruz and then Pittsburgh has a guy. I feel like it's like, it's like his twin brother.
0: O'Neill Cruz.
1: O'Neill Cruz. Like O'Neal I think- Cruz. I-
0: Remember he broke his leg last year uh, early in the year and missed the entire season so he'll be back this year for the first year since uh or for the since about april of last year. Um they're interesting, man. I mean, he's a he's a big-time shortstop, big-time prospect, hits the hell out of the ball. Don't forget they've got uh, Brian Reynolds out in left field who's a a perennial all-star candidate. Uh Henry Davis is going to catch this year. I saw he was playing a little right field last year, but he was the guy that was taken in front of uh Jack Leiter in the draft in 2021 they've got key brian hayes at third base who's a really quality uh third baseman uh and then they're young from then on. uh sawinski played a little bit last year he's still 25 26 years old um they're going to bring uh rowdy Tellez over to play some first base and then they've got kutch out there dh and um and then they round out their lineup with uh uh Paguero, who's a 23 year old second baseman, and then Joshua Palacios, it's a 29 year old right fielder, he's a rule five guy from Washington several years ago. Um, there they got Mitch Keller on top of that thing, he's pretty decent, and then it uh it falls significantly from there martin perez and their second starting pitcher marco gonzalez is their third but they're both veteran guys both could have a resurgence and both on you know basically what uh, equivalates to one year contracts so there's a chance they're able to have a good year and be shipped off at the end of the year um L- luis ortiz who's a young guy who pitched a little bit last year um, got a couple of options. He's going to get an opportunity probably in that. And then they've got some guys that'll be fighting over that uh, that fifth starter role. And then uh, um, they're back into the bullpen with Col- Colin Holderman and David Bednar, and now Araldus Chapman is pretty strong. Um, mm-hmm. it, it drops a little bit from there, but um, the Pirates. I mean, they have plans to compete this year, and I mean, I don't, I don't think that they're not going to
1: compete. Well, I don't disagree, and last year they were really competitive for about half a season, so it's possible yeah. they could make yeah. it
0: out a year. Yeah, they and they definitely could. Uh, the Cubs, you know, they've got some guys. Uh, they've got uh, Dansby Swanson in the middle of that thing, uh, Saya Suzuki, um, Nico Horner. Um, they've got some good players. They've got some good young guys. Uh, Nick Madrigal, they've got Michael Bush that they got from uh, – um, the Dodgers a couple of weeks ago, uh, Mike Toshman and, you know, so they've got some guys in there. They've got, uh, not a ton behind, uh, Justin Steele and Jamison Tellyon, but, uh, you know, we'll see what Imanaga is and if Kyle Hendricks can be okay. I mean, you know, decent rotation and, uh, you know, the, their bullpen they've got some guys out there. Uh, you know, Julian Mayweather is a pretty good uh, guy in the late innings. And uh, uh, Albert Alzole has turned it on pretty much to become their, their closer. So the Cubs, I, you know, in this division, who knows, right?
1: Right. No, and, I, I, I agree. And I think it, it always feels that way with this division in many ways because the next team that we're talking about. Um, yeah, in favor looks not- tremendous, right? Well, and somehow they they somehow find a way to put together a good team every single year. Um, so I I think we're we're talking about the St. Louis Cardinals now, right? Yeah,
0: and now all of a sudden we're looking at the St. Louis Cardinals, and they're a lot younger than they were in recent years. But uh, you know they've still got good veteran guys at the in the middle of the lineup with Arenado and Goldschmidt and Wilson Contreras. They've got a, a handful of young guys that are on their way up, especially Mason Wynn and Jordan Walker and Nolan Gorman. Uh, Brendan Donovan is a pretty good player. Lars Newtbar is a pretty good player. Um, and then they've got Tommy Edman, who's very versatile. Looks like he's going to play some uh, center field this year for them. And, and then they've got Dylan Carlson, who's still a first-rounder that, uh, you know, kind of waiting to come into his own, and he's still 25, so – You know, we'll see what all they've got, but they upgraded that rotation. They've got uh, Gray, Gibson, Lynn, and uh, then they've got uh, Miklos and Motts that'll be returning, and then they've got some guys in their bullpen. Helsley is a pretty good arm back there, and then they've got uh, Gallegos and JoJo Romero and Andrew Kildridge that they got from the Tampa Bay Rays a couple of weeks ago, and, you know, I mean – for all I know, they could win the whole thing in the uh, NL Central this year.
1: Well, and let's not forget the one thing that the Cardinals have done, and we, we've talked about this at length. Obviously, you being a, a lifetime you know, Cardinal fan growing up as a Cardinal fan, but me, me more of a Ranger fan and an observer of the Cardinals. And one of the things that I always say the Cardinals do so good is they, they develop talent within their organization extremely well. They seem to find the right free agents that fit kind of their, what they're trying to do. And and that's why I believe like you can't count them out because there's going to, they always seem to have, it seems every year, they have one or two players that just like come out of nowhere. Now I know we know about Jordan Walker, right? The, the guy. Yeah. Who-
0: yeah. He's, he's a, he's gonna, he's probably going to come into his own. And then Mason Wynn is a, a slick fielding shortstop with a big arm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it doesn't it wouldn't surprise me to see them make uh, make some moves this year just just off of the players that they've got uh, on their team because you know what they do really well they build that farm system uh, extremely well. So um,
0: and, and Thomas DeJacy has really taken off in their organization since he's been dealt over there.
1: Yeah, and Thomas DeJacy last year. Uh, He was in our farm system. He was on one of our top 40 lists.
0: uh, Oh, yeah. No, he was a top 20 prospect, top 15 prospect even here. I mean, but he's become since then, I mean, Baseball America had him in their top 100 Mm -hmm. uh, prospects for the all of Major League Baseball. So, um, he's really he's he was well thought of here, and then when he kind of got out of the spotlight of all the the guys that were here in Frisco and and he continued to do the same thing when he went to St. Louis, I think he kind of started to make a believer out of some of the guys around uh, the prospect you know the the prospect list
1: yep and and not a shocker, so really cool to see that. So speaking of uh, farm systems if you uh if you didn't know. We do our own uh, show. It's our exclusive content. It's called Down on the Farm with the Boys, where we cover all things Rangers. Minor League, we can be your one-stop shop for all things Rangers organization-wide. So what you do, you go to our website, www.texasrangerswiththeboys.com. All one word. And you can subscribe there, or you can go to uh, our Spotify page. It's only $1.99 a month. It will be the best... $24 you will spend in 2024. Uh, our last episode was jam-packed with content. We ranked the top right-hand pitchers in the in the farm system. We told you about all the right-handed pitchers that they signed in their international signings. And then, heck, we covered the starting pitching staff for the Downey's Wood Ducks, uh, this upcoming week, we're going to be talking about the Arizona Complex League, the Dominicans. All
0: those young guys, all those young guys. God, all there's guys. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them.
1: Yep, there there is a lot of them to talk about, but we'll we'll get into that as well. We'll probably talk about another top 10 list uh, at a different position. So, uh,
0: and it's starting pitchers.
1: And, and it's going to be left-handed starting pitchers, so it's going to be an interesting episode. So go there subscribe now the cool part about it is also most of these shows are pretty timeless uh we have our top 40 list uh episode on there where we do we break that up into two episodes we've done they're basically
0: good for four months or so though
1: yeah i mean you you can really go back and get a lot of content on the minor leagues and get you caught up ready for spring training which is not that far away so speaking of training spring training Speaking. Oh, 20 Rangers,
0: days, 20 days ish,
1: 20 days. And the Rangers are finally starting to make a few moves. This, it feels like things are about to start heating. So Rangers make probably the biggest move of the off season.
0: Um, you say? Yeah, I guess I would say this is probably their biggest move of the off season for sure.
1: Yeah. Biggest move of the off season Rangers make a bullpen signing, uh, what a little over somewhere between 11 and 12 million dollars. They're going to be getting David Robertson.
0: Hey, real quick before we get into David Robertson, I just wanted to let everybody know that Jock Peterson has signed with the Arizona Diamondbacks.
1: Mm, arizona That awesome. hadn't
0: happened when we started the show here, um, but it is, it has now happened. So, mm. uh, but we'll get right back to the Rangers. The Rangers signed uh, David Robinson one year, uh, between 11 and $12 million. That's what Jeff Bassan's saying. Uh, but all in all, man, this is the kind of move that we were kind of wondering if they were going to make. Um, you know, maybe they were looking for the right one-year deal, and that's why kind of Stevenson uh, was able to get away. But uh, I would say that they're going to rely on David Robertson somewhere in that seventh, eighth, ninth-inning role. And uh I imagine he'll close some games down, he'll end some games, uh, but overall I think he's kinda here to be that seventh or eighth inning guy, um, help Josh Spores and uh, and uh Jose LeClerc in that back into the bullpen. and uh gives guys like Jonathan Hernandez another year to to prove things and Brock Burke and same thing with them and then you know they've got kind of Yates, Robertson Mm the clerk and spores that they'll be counting on in that, in those high leverage situations off the bat.
1: Yeah. I think the Rangers adding this piece definitely adds a little bit of depth. I think also the interesting part about Robertson is that I want to say they're paying him more than what Chapman uh, made.
0: He's about the same.
1: Well, and it kind of tells you that the Rangers basically moved on from Chapman uh, because they wanted to go ahead and go with, with Robertson. Which I mean, I, I, on a sentimental side, you know, it's like, oh man, we lost a guy that helps to win the World Series. But on the practical side, um, it's not a really a bad move because Rob Robertson is a, is a pretty stable guy. He's he pretty, was
0: really good with the Mets last year. Uh, you know, a little shaky down the stretch with with Miami and their playoff run, but uh, for the Mets last year, he was fantastic.
1: Yeah, and and again, I, I think that for whatever reason, you know, and, and maybe we'll see that reason when the, when we, you know, we get to, when the rubber meets the road here, but, you know, it kind of seems like they made this move instead of bringing Chapman back. And so I think the, the kind of the jury kind of will be out now uh, because it's going to kind of be like, you know, if, if, if Chapman does have a better year than Robertson, uh, then it's kind of like, oh man, you know, you know how the, you know, how it's going to sound, you know, other fans
0: are going to be like. Yeah, but- yeah, well, and and one thing also is, I mean, there's always heavy criticism of Araldus Chapman because he has domestic violence or charges or uh, mm-hmm. allegations or whatever against him. There will always be, I mean, you know, he's getting paid quite a bit more than he was last year with the Royals, with the Pirates, um, you know. And, and again, last year, I mean, things weren't always smooth with Chapman in the bullpen either.
1: No, they weren't. And so, like I said, I think it'll – kind of just kind of the, 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 uh, well, what can we say? The the jury will be out for probably, you know, all year. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I'm just glad the Rangers made a move to strengthen up this bullpen, give us a little bit more stability. Uh, and I, and I think it's going to be great. And I think it also gives them some options, uh, with maybe a guy like Brock Burke, like we had kind of talked about, maybe it gives them some options to, uh, not have to maybe rely on him as a bullpen arm if they wanted to stretch him out and look at him as a, as a possibility, as a starter. Uh, but either or, Rangers make a big three-agent signing. I think it's, it's a big one. I think uh, I think really, like I was texting you on the phone, like, you know, uh, it does kind of make it optimistic for me that they, they might re-sign Jordan Montgomery because this wasn't a cheap deal. The international signings weren't cheap deals. Ah, uh, they have spent some money. They just have been very, very, very meticulous about how they've spent their money.
0: Well, and again, you know, I mean, a lot of it is playing into to where they are as far as uh, with yep. the TV deal. It's still it's still weighing heavy on what they're able to do. And you know, Jordan Montgomery is kind of in that same spot too, where I think, you know, he wants to come back here, and now he's kind of got to get to a point where he's looking at other options but as of right now I mean you know the two sides could still come together this could be a really really good off season and we're looking to swing into 2024 on a real uptick going into this thing
1: yeah you know another thing though too like like just just the thought of that you know it this deal shows that they they're you know and again I think they spent some good money on their international signings too But, like, it shows that they're going to spend some money. Maybe, you know, maybe this is more just being strategic uh, in the way that they spend money. Maybe it's not that they can't. It's maybe that they're just, like, this is maybe a a strategy move. Like, we talked about how deep they are farm system-wise in terms of guys ready to play. Like, even at role-player level, they've got guys, not just superstar guys, but, like, guys that could come in and play roles from bullpen guys to – utility players, outfielders, DH, like they've got players that are like could come in and be major role players if they play up to what they're supposed to. So why go out and spend a hundred million dollars on free agents uh, when you can, when you can see what you got here. And then at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, things, things aren't working out with these guys, you've got a farm system. that You can go right out there and get one of these guys that you get, plug one of those holes really quickly if you need to. So I, I I think it's strategy more than I think it's as much economics. I mean, maybe economics is. Well,
0: and, it, but... and stop you there and go all the way back to where you began with the mm-hmm. international signings. I think there was a lot of strategy to their international signings this year. First mm-hmm. of all, they, uh, they got three really, really, really top end prospects. They didn't have to come out big, like Walcott money to get, these high end prospects. So that was, you know, strategic there. Um, (laughs) Then you get in and you're starting to look at what they were doing for free agent wise. I mean, look, not one time last year ever, not one time ever did anyone say, man, this offense really needs some help.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: They always said this bullpen needs some help. Yep. Right. So they're going out there and they're finding bullpen hands that they think are going to help this bullpen. And, uh, you know, I mean, right now, the biggest issue is is pitching, starting pitching. Um, you're starting to feel like the bullpen is a little bit more secure now. So yep. now you're looking at starting pitching. And again, as is, you've got Ivaldi, You've got John Gray. You've got Cody Bradford. You've got um, Dane Dunning. Mm-hmm. You've got Andrew Heaney. Those are five capable start, starting pitching. Now, do I love it? Absolutely not. But are they five starting capable pitcher pitchers in the big leagues? Yeah, we've seen it. In the past, we've seen it. Now, we know that, that Heaney is going to be sporadic. We know that Cody Bradford is going to be young. We know that Dane Dunning is probably going to have somewhat of a regression from last year. But at the same time, there's reinforcements at the minor league level right now that we don't know enough about just yet to to say anything about. But And there's the thought that if you can survive through the first couple of months of the season, you're going to start getting more starting pitching healthy as you go.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And, and again, I, I think right now, like if Montgomery isn't a – if it doesn't happen for whatever reason, financial, whatever, doesn't matter. Like just whatever reason that doesn't happen. I still like the idea of, you know, one year, getting a one year, like a starting pitcher on a one year deal, um, you know, just to kind of maybe help you stop gap. It gives you some depth. uh, And it never hurts as we saw last year. It never hurts to be deep at starting pitching because guys get hurt. Guys need time. Guys need breaks in the middle of the season for whatever reason. Guys get banged up. So um, it just never hurts to have it. And so I wouldn't mind seeing it. If Again, if the Montgomery thing doesn't happen, um, it doesn't happen. But I still would like to see the Rangers. If they make a move just to get a starting pitcher that we can feel confident, they can go out there and get us some innings, especially in the first half of the season. Uh, till the reinforcements come in, I mean, I'm going to be – it's like, let's go. Let's go spring training. Yeah, That's no good. doubt. And, and
0: and again, do I love it? No, but I know that we've got capable pitching. I know I want to see Jack Leiter pitch in the big leagues. I know yep. I want to see Owen White pitch in the big leagues. I know yep. I want to see Zach Kent pitch in the big leagues. I'm not 100% sure I want to see Cole Wynn pitch in the big leagues, but <laughs> there are guys that I want to see pitch in the mm-hmm. big leagues that are starting pitchers in this minor league system. And I know that they're going to be, you know, running it back and trying to win a world championship, but we're going to win world championships with those guys too in the future. If everything goes right. I agree. I agree. The the Rangers did a little more.
1: They they did more. That's what I'm ready to talk about. What else?
0: Um, So today, before the David Robertson uh, news came down, it came down that the Rangers signed, Jared Walsh, Matt Duffy, and Blake Taylor to minor league deals. Mm. Now, if we could, I'd like to start with Taylor.
1: Okay, yeah, the
0: yeah, lefty. He's, he's he's a young guy. He's still 28 years old. And Look. prior to 2023, where he had some elbow injuries, um, he had pitched 92 games for the Astros to a three-earned run average.
1: Right, I saw that
0: So... Um, he's a 19.1 strikeout rate, but he does walk a couple of guys. But he also throws one inning. Um, but he may have deserved worse, where you know that he's got that uh, that 465 fifth, mm-hmm. you know, where maybe he you deserved worse than what he got, but he got what he got. Um, but he had a left elbow strain last year, got option to triple A, just couldn't get it together. His strikeout rate was down, his walk rate was up. He ended up getting released in August. The Rangers are gonna give him a chance. But if he can get back to who he was in Houston from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty two, that's mm-hmm. a good pitcher. And he might be a guy that can help this thing in the in the uh um in the big leagues.
1: Yeah, I mean just remember like some of these guys that they signed. at this time of the year were guys that like help this team in major situations. I mean, Will Smith is the first one that comes to mind. Like, like sure. Will Smith eventually, you know, uh, unraveled a little bit down the stretch, but there were times in this, in this, like he was the best thing bullpen. So you just don't know which of these guys are going to step up. I like the fact that they're, they're getting depth, but they're also getting players that feel kind of like a need uh, they're taking chances on guys that feel kind of like a need for them, they're not just signing whoever, it's it's very strategic, about yeah. And they're trying to uh, sign it, feels I, I just like it a lot, like the, the money, too.
0: Yeah, and, and that brings us to Jared Walsh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who I mean, at one point, I mean, he was a, a really good player in the eight for the Angels. Um, He had 29 home runs in 2021. It hasn't been great for him the last couple of years. Um, he, He struggled. But, you know, I mean, the Rangers are looking for a DH. There's an opportunity for him here to be a DH. And, you know, I mean, if he can win a job, I don't hate it.
1: Now I have a quick question because I'm not looking. I'm not. I'm afraid to change any screens right now because number one, on my phone I might get cut off. uh, uh, We might get cut off the podcast. But if I change the TV, my son might have a a meltdown. But is Walsh is he a righty or is he a lefty? I believe he's a righty. Well, and the other thing I noticed about him is he
0: doesn't have a lot of miles on him. No, no. You know what? He's a lefty. Okay. He's a. uh, You know. He. I, I think he can play a little outfield too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he doesn't have a lot of
1: miles on him. Like I feel like he, he might still have like his best years in front of him.
0: Yeah. And he's going, he's going to be 31 this year. So it's not like it's the end of his career.
1: Right. Yeah. I just, sometimes these guys are great. Cause they have something to prove, you know, they're, they're They, they know there can be, they know they've shown that they can play in the big league. So it's just a matter of like them being able to get an opportunity, get some at bats. And what I also like about this signing is it, it kind of, kind of shows those young players that yo listen listen young cat you're gonna have to win this position you're gonna have to beat out a big leaguer who was probably the hot prospect himself at one point in time uh you're gonna have to beat these you're gonna have to beat these guys out to get on the field uh I like Duffy too man like yeah, I've he's almost a,
0: he's a a, a bochi guy too right he won some championships with Bochi in San Francisco.
1: I don't know. I just know that I've kept up with him. Like I, I like guys like him. He's kind of a he's not a big slug guy, but he's a does everything else. He's got plays multiple positions. He can hit. He quality at bats. Uh, you know, his defense – he's not he's not a like outstanding defensive player, but he's not somebody that's gonna like, you know, he's not gonna be your he's not gonna be a big liability out there. I don't know. I think it's a nice depth move. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he gets if he finds his way to the big league club.
0: Yeah, he was with he was with the Rangers in camp a couple of years ago. Um, I think he almost made the team. I think the reason he didn't make the team was because the Rangers weren't going anywhere yep. and they wanted to look at other guys at that second base position. Um, I think that was Andy Ibanez and I think we might have ended up with some really rough stuff at second base there. But mm. um Duffy, yeah, he was um he was a rookie with Bochy uh, came up with the Giants. So, you know, um, we'll see. I mean, not a, not a, you know, he plays positions that are pretty locked up. Uh, depends on what happens with Josh Smith and Ezekiel Duran. But um, kind of the same know. thing, though. It's, it's, like, it's kind of there that's like, hey, like,
1: hey, we got guys here that can play big league ball. So you got to come out. Hey, Foskey, you got to come out and hit.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, no, I think that's a, a very agreeable,
1: you know. Uh, uh Smith, you, you we, we want you to play well, you're our guy, but you got to come on hit,
0: yeah. You know? and, and you got to be definitely a guy that could see, um, time at DH against right handed hitters or against right handed pitchers if they are worried that, um, you know, a guy like Justin Fosky won't hit right handed pitching.
1: Yep, so um, yeah, really pumped about these signings. I, I I, think so far, some of these signings, like the bullpen signing, uh, the couple of guys that they've made in the bullpen, the Kirby signing, I really like that one. I like the Molly signing. Um, I definitely obviously like the Robertson signing is a lot more straightforward, but uh, you know, I, I just it, it seems very well that the plan seems to be well thought out. It kind of seems like, hey, this is what we're looking for, this is what we want to spend, you know. Um, and, and some it's kind of like, you know, the draft where it's like you don't draft guys in the wrong round. You know, it's like in the free agency, like you got it's you got to be smart about when you sign these guys, because you can get them for a better deal when you do it at the right time see who goes off the board. OK, these guys have gone off the board. We wanted this guy or that guy. Maybe we didn't get him. Well, cool. Now we got to go grab this guy. You know, yeah. it just seems like the Rangers have had a very specific strategy. And, and they coach.
0: did the same thing last year. They, and, you know, they hit on a couple of those guys and got some, some innings out of some of those guys.
1: No, they really did. Last year was such a – I mean, obviously, the DeGrom signing and, and the big ones were the big ones. But, like, some of the littler signings that they did, um, and even the non-roster invites that they had.
0: Uh, yeah, Will Smith. Um, yeah, Will Smith. Uh, uh, Robbie Grossman. Jankowski. Uh, Jankowski. All three of those guys contributed to this thing, uh, you know, yep. and we were all brought in right as spring training started.
1: Yep. 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 And so, and again, you know, like, I don't, I don't remember Eovaldi or uh, uh, the uh, Eovaldi or lefty uh, being on our, uh, our radar for free agent pitchers either. They just kind of.
0: Oh, they, Yeah. He, yeah. They he, just, man, yeah. Man. And
1: it's like, I like that you God. just said lefty. Yeah. Yeah. I, can't know why. I don't want to say Hearn and I know it wasn't Hearn. So I, I just if I say it you'd say it for me. So.
0: <laughs> well, we got one more segment to do right now, right? We do,
1: we do. And it's funny, we're we're off the cuff again, and I have nobody.
0: I have, oh, let's see. I had one. I've got it in the, I've got it in the chamber. Hmm. So I am ready whenever, if you want me to go first.
1: You're going to have to go first, because I, I don't even... I don't even I don't even know. I'm 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 go for it. You go.
0: All right, I'm going with Yiker Garcia. A, uh, a free a first baseman from the Dominican Summer League. We'll talk about him at some point when we talk about first basemans on uh, the the farm show for sure. He's a young guy. He's going to have a chance to take a position and be one of the top prospects over there at first base.
1: Okay, and then my guy uh, I don't know his last name, but like his Destin,
0: Destin uh, Dotson, huh?
1: Destin Dotson, yes, that's the guy. Uh, Destin Dotson. Uh, I don't know what it is about the name; sounds like a big leaguer to me. Sounds like a guy that that should be. They should make it to the big leagues. Uh, cool name, strong name. Um, yeah. Is that our? Is that our round out our ten?
0: Yeah, so we'll tally those up, on huh? we We'll uh, we'll put them yeah. in the list. We'll put them in a list tomorrow, and we'll we'll throw them on there. Maybe we'll do that Saturday, since tomorrow's kind of locked stacked. up.
1: Yeah, tomorrow's gonna be stacked. I'm gonna be so yeah. Anyways, yeah, tomorrow's gonna be stacked. I'll be I'll be it. I'll be at uh, Matt War Pro. I don't know what time I'm gonna be there. My church, which is right around the corner, we're we're having a a a, a, a music event ourselves. So it's gonna be one event to the next event, and uh, we've got the you know, remember back uh, back in the day when you cut, ca- we'd have a an event like, and we had like a house to go to. Like we got the parents' house in the middle over there, so like we got a we got our own locker room uh, if we need to swing by, uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, change, switch
1: gear, yeah, yeah, whatever. So uh, so it's gonna be a fun day tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Really excited just for us to get to hang out a little bit, and then uh, maybe we'll sneak over to another batting cage and let you guys know what it, what that looks like over the weekend. If not this weekend, we'll figure something out. So. Uh, Thanks everybody for tuning in. What a good show tonight. A lot of fun talking baseball. I felt like we crammed so much stuff into the show tonight, but that's part of what we're here for is to, uh, you know, kill the small talk and, and, and just, just load you up with as much content as possible. Season's ramping up. We're all pumped up about it. So don't forget to check us out on social media, TX Rangers WTV. Don't forget to check out that website, www.texasrangerswiththeboys.com. Oh, one word. That's, that's just one word. Well, that's where you can check out our exclusive content. Down on the farm with the boys. We cover all things Rangers Minor League. Thank you for following us on your favorite podcasting platform. For the snoring, I don't know if you can hear him, 25-pound manimal. For the 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull night. This is your boy, Kev, and we are Texas Rangers with the boys. We're signing out.